There's the fanfare that we hear once a week because it's time to go to the movies with Prairie Public's movie reviewer, Matt Oline. Matt, welcome today. Thanks, Craig. Matt, this movie this week, the German film All Quiet on the Western Front, dropped back in October with little fanfare. And it's a World War I movie that reminds us, in my eyes, over and over that war is hell. Yes. Why the movie? Uh, so this, this film has gained traction in the last three or four months on Netflix. And we have found, Craig, in recent years, Netflix is kind of a secret way to position yourself for Oscar nominations. This goes back to Roma four years ago, a very overrated movie, I thought, by Alfonso Cuaron, which, which ended up on Netflix only, and lo and behold, starts winning Oscars. And so All Quiet has gained traction. This is the third film version of Eric Maria Remarque's you know, anti-war book. And uh, it's the first German version, which is very interesting because the other two versions have all had American actors. The 1930 film that got the Best Picture Oscar and the 1979 TV movie with Richard Thomas and Ernest Borgnine. Now, a lot of Oscar nominations. It's wonderfully directed by Edward Berger. The cinematography by James Friend is amazing. The music by Volker Bertelmann is really interesting as well. The battle scenes are phenomenal. They are at a scale that, you know, old-time filmmaking probably couldn't do. But I found the film to be impersonal. I never I, ne- I never really connected with the characters the way I did in the 1930 version. And I think there's a couple of reasons. It, it's deviated from the book a little bit. And some German film critics have not liked the movie, despite BAFTA nominations in the UK, Oscar nominations here. And I think they feel, and I kind of feel this too, it's deviated from the book a little too much. For example, we never get this big opening of all the future soldiers in the classroom. And the, the teacher has given him this big speech about the fatherland. And and that's a key scene in the 1930 film. And then they go off to war. They find out it's awful. And even in the original, we get a scene where Paul, the main character here played by Felix Kemmerer, comes back, as played by Lou Ayers in the 1930 version, comes back to that same classroom and tells the professor, he's home on leave, this is nonsense. He's telling you lies. We never get those scenes in this movie. We get a lot of battle scenes. We get a lot of negotiating scenes with high-level negotiators. We didn't get that in the original either. I think that made it impersonal for me with the soldiers, and I think that's lacking here. To your point, you are dropped Right mm-hmm. in the middle yes. of a hellacious, I don't know any other word to describe it, battle scene. Yeah, so the film, it, it drops you into this scene and then it flashes back to when the kids sign up right around 1917 when the Yanks are coming. And there's just not enough setup for me. There's not enough setup to get to know Paul, to get to know his friends to get that personal connection you get with with Lou Ayer's great performance in the 1930 film. And certainly, look, the 1930 film is is primitive to look at now, but it's still a great early sound film, and all the actors are American, and you know we have to just get past that, that they're not German. But I, I just felt they dropped us into it too quickly, Craig, and we get way too many negotiating scenes with big shots. Daniel Bruhl is the name actor here, uh, who people may remember from the Ron Howard racing film Rush, he has a big part. He's negotiating the peace with the French. And so there's a lot of scenes with big generals, you know, eating nice food. And then we go back to the soldiers in the trenches. And the trench warfare scenes are mm. great. I'm not, I'm, I'm not here to criticize that. I think it's a film that technically 
impressed Oscar voters. The cinematography, the sound, the editing. And there's a lot of voters in the Academy that are technicians. They're production designers, they're editors, and they like movies like that. But I think the personal side is lacking. I just didn't feel anything at the end when all of these people we got to know, I didn't feel we got to know them well enough. And I think in World War I film terms, the original film is better. Paths of Glory is better, the Kubrick film from 1957 with Kirk Douglas. And I just wanted more personal I wanted to connect with Felix Kammerer as Paul Moore, and at the end, I was kind of unmoved by the whole thing. Hollywood has paid a lot more attention, certainly, to World War II. Mm-hmm. But you mentioned that— The sequel one, was better, as they used to say. What, <laughs> it's hard to, hard to contemplate that, It actually. is, but that was actually a line I used to hear. The sequel was better in terms of cinema. You're right. Besides the ones you've mentioned, Matt, are there other World War I movies that really come to your mind that viewers, that listeners should— Take a take a look at yeah. Testament of Youth, twenty fourteen, uh, is a wonderful movie, uh, which is about a, a true story of a woman who ended up ended up being a pacifist because her fiance and her brother both died in the war. This is from the British point of view, uh, and that's a really interesting film. Testament of Youth is was the name of that movie. Kit Harrington is in that from Game of Thrones fame. Paths of Glory with Kirk Douglas in the Kubrick film, uh, set in the French trenches as well. That's a great one. And, of course, the original All Quiet on the Western Front. I invite people to watch both of those and compare what you think. The first film has the memorable final scene that people, you know, talked about for years where Lou Ayres' hand is reaching for that butterfly. He's reaching out for that butterfly, and the sniper kills him, and the hand drops. And then we get the ghostly image of all of his friends walking, looking back. I mean— it's hard to top that. It really is, and this film does not top that in terms of personal emotion. It does top it in terms of technical. Look, in 92 years, things have gotten oh, you know, better. Tech, tech, yeah, incredible. everything is better. But you still got to tell that human story, Craig, and that's, that's why I don't think it should win Best Picture. I think it could win some technical awards. Uh, there's no acting nominations from it. I think that's fine. There's not a lot of room to act in this movie. So check it out on Netflix. Uh, it's, it's not going to bore you. That's for sure. I just, just, just see what you think in terms of the personal story. Matt, it is Academy Awards season, and Burt Bacharach, two-time Academy Award winner, has passed away. Three times, actually. He got Arthur's theme he won for, and then he got Song for Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head for, from Butch Cassidy, and he got the score from Butch Cassidy. So he won three Oscars, tons of Grammys, one of the great songwriters of the 20th century, right? I mean, his his songs were just hit after hit. But, yeah, his movie contributions, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, What's New Pussycat, the song Alfie from the Michael Caine movie Alfie, The Look of Love and Casino Royale from Casino Royale, Arthur's theme. I mean, he was just a man in demand for years and years if you needed a hit song or a hit song in a movie. So, yeah, he was 94 and uh, will will be missed, of course. Time for trivia. Okay. Matt. <laughs> it is Academy Awards season. Have Oscar nominations ever been rescinded? Yes. There was a foreign language movie called Stonk. Is that the name of it, Craig? Do you have it there? S-C-H-T-O-N-K. I think it was rescinded, and I don't even know why. This was in the early 90s. There was talk of Andrea Riseborough's nomination getting rescinded this year for To Leslie, Best Actress nomination, but that, that's going to stand. So I think Stonk is one of them. Are there others, Craig? I have. The New York Times today said there have been two recently. Okay. But they are not listed in other research that I've done that listed three. And I'll tell you the two recent Academy okay. Awards that have been rescinded. Um, 
Bert, is it Broughton's extremely original song from the yeah. film Alone Yet Not Alone because he had influence. He was trying to influence um, votes. Yes, I remember and then that. also in 2017, the Academy yanked the nomination for 13 hours, the secret soldiers of Benghazi for yes. the same reason. And so I think there have been maybe up to five. That have and I, th- I, think, I think that foreign film I mentioned is one of them too. So they only had four nominees that year. So We've been to the movies with Matt Olin. 